0: Greetings, my peeps, and welcome to the All Things Basketball Podcast with your boy GD. In this episode, I will be talking WNBA. We'll do a first-round recap, and we'll talk about the semifinals, which leads to the finals. We'll preview that. Also, we'll talk postseason awards, guys. We'll talk about all the awards that were given thus far and what's coming down the pike. And then, real quick, I got some NBA news that I want to talk about just a real snippet so just sit back relax and enjoy the show okay guys so we are back with the all things basketball podcast with your boy GD of course and what we're gonna do in this episode all about the WNBA folks We will recap the first round and we'll talk about the semifinals, give you a preview of that. Also, we have some postseason awards to talk about and some other news items as well. So anyhow, let's get right into it. Let's not delay. So folks, we have our semifinals set and as I predicted, guys... All chalk here. All chalk. It's the top four teams going at it. So, that held true for the most part. But, eh, let's talk about it. So, All right, we will start with the Dallas Wings. And they're going to take on the number one seed, the Las Vegas Aces. And in that season series, the Las Vegas Aces took the series three games to one. So, wings for it actually able to get a win off of them so how did both teams get here we'll talk about that how Dallas got here well they ended up sweeping the Atlanta Dream two games to none game number one they won that 94 to 82 and in that game Rika Agumboale 24 points nine rebounds seven assists four steals so Strong game for her. Sato Sabali, 32 points, five rebounds, four assists, four steals for her. And then on the losing side for the Dream, Ryan Howard just started out at the gate hot and she ends up with 36 points in that game along with eight threes that she made, guys. So she made eight threes in that game. And also with that, She had about three steals also. Ryan Howard. And actually she ended up setting a record. She's the youngest player to have a 30 point outburst in her first game of the playoffs. So Ryan Howard setting records there. Alicia Gray. She had a strong game. 21 points for her. Seven rebounds. Three steals. Cheyenne Parker. Had a rough go of it. 11 points on... Five of 16 shooting and she had three steals and three blocks as well so kind of a tough go inside for Cheyenne Parker so that oh and also in that game Tiara McCowan 17 points and 14 rebounds so she dominates the boards in that one so that is your game one game two Dallas takes that in a blowout 101 to 74, a game that saw seven Dallas wings in double figures. So talk about balanced scoring. That's what they had, guys. Of course, led by Arika Ogumbawale. She had 20 points and seven assists. Tierra McCowan, 12 points and 16 rebounds, totally killing it on the boards. And then on the losing side... Ryan Howard, 21 points, and she made three three-pointers in that game. Alicia Gray, 19 points and seven rebounds. She also had six assists as well. And Cheyenne Parker, she had 15, but this was on five of 15 shooting with five rebounds and two blocks for her. So, And then Dallas' bench outscoring the Atlanta Dream. 35-12. So, got big time contributions from their bench in that one. So, so, Dallas takes the series from the Atlanta Dream. And now for the Las Vegas Aces. How did they get here? Of course, they ended up sweeping the Chicago Sky. Two games to none. And here's how it shook out for them. Game 1. Las Vegas Aces took that. 87-59. to 59. In a game where you had Chelsea Gray, playoff Chelsea showing up, 20 points, 7 assists, 4 rebounds, 2 blocks, and 2 steals. Jackie Young, 18 points for her with 6 assists and 3 steals. Kelsey Plum, 16 points. Aja Wilson with a modest 14 points along with 8 rebounds but 4 blocks. So, of course, showing her prowess inside defending the paint. And Kia Stokes had 15 rebounds herself, so. And on the losing side, Kalia Copper, only 15 points. And she did that on 5 of 14 shooting, along with 5 rebounds for her, so. And then in the second game, Las Vegas Aces 92, Chicago Sky 70. In that one, Aja Wilson just has a monster game. 38 points, 16 rebounds, 4 blocks, 3 steals. So, making her presence felt on both ends of the court, of course. Jackie Young, 15 points for her. She did it, though, on 5 of 17 shooting. So, a lot of shots being hoisted up, but she gets 15 out of 17 shots there. Along with 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 3 steals for her. And in this series, actually... Alicia Clark coming off the bench, solid for them in both games, 13 points and 14 points respectively, so giving them major punch off the bench. And then for the Chicago Sky, Kalia Copper has a better game, 25 points. She made four threes in that one along with 10 rebounds. Dana Evans off the bench, 22 points for her. In this series, Marina Marbury. Didn't have such a fine series, and she even admitted it in the exit interview. She said she's got to be better. She's got to be in better shape, so on and so forth. So I expect to see a more dedicated Marina Marbury come next year. We'll be looking forward to that. So nonetheless, Chicago goes down to the Las Vegas Aces. And then with that, their coach, their interim coach, Envry severe, he ends up getting fired. So they gave him the interim tag. I thought it was a credit to him keeping the team afloat and actually getting them into the playoffs. But the franchise saw otherwise. So he is out in terms of candidates for the job. Of course, high on the list is Teresa Weatherspoon, who we last saw actually on the NBA level as an assistant coach with the new orleans pelicans so she's pretty much a front runner for the job there's other names being bandied about possibly a uh, katie smith who may get another bite at the apple when it comes to coaching she had stints as a coach with the new york liberty so might be one of those deals where they think they can catch lightning in the bottle Kind of like the Connecticut Sun did with Stephanie White. We'll see what happens there. And then Pokey Chapman. longtime coach in the W. She may get a crack at it. But they're kind of outside shots I think. Again, Teresa Weatherspoon is the front runner for the job. So we'll see what happens there. So with that said, let's talk about the Dallas Vegas series. Key matchups for me. I think it's incumbent upon Latricia Trammell, the coach. I think it's incumbent upon her. As far as Asia Wilson goes, I think probably better off putting a Natasha Howard on her. The thing with Asia, she is cat quick in the postman. And she's got moves aplenty. So to me, putting a Tierra McCowan, who is strong inside, Make no mistake, but kind of slower foot when it comes to keeping up with her, Asia Wilson. I think Natasha Howard is probably more suitable for the job. As far as that goes, I would go that route. And of course, you know, you bring over help defense to help out Howard. But I would say I would primarily put Natasha on Asia and see if she can possibly stay with her. With that said, another matchup i'm looking at kia stokes who once again has stepped in she did it last year for DeErica hamby who had injuries so kia stokes stepped in this year she stepped in again this time for candace parker but i think kia stokes versus those twin towers inside tiara mccowan and then you got a kalani brown coming off the bench i think Whoever controls the boards in this series will have a big advantage. If you can kind of lay a body on Stokes and control those boards, I think that will go a long way here. So, Another matchup, I think it will end up being Chelsea Gray on Arika Agumboale. I think that could end up being the matchup there. And that will be a very intriguing matchup, I think. And then, of course, you have Sato Sabali versus Jackie Young. This one, Sabali, I think, has the size advantage, that's for sure. Of course, Jackie Young has the quickness, so I think whoever gets the better of the other, that will go a long way in this series. So, So with that said, my prediction, I'm going to say I think Dallas does get a win in this series here's where and this is kind of a fun fact when Arika agumbawale has his, has about five or more assists in the game Dallas Wings record is eight and four during the regular season and two and0 oh in these playoffs so I think when Goomba Wale, when she's able to get her teammates involved, that makes the Dallas Wings that much better. So I think it's incumbent upon her to involve her teammates, get them going. Of course, she's going to get her offense anyway you slice it. But to get her fellow teammates off and get them going, I think will go a long way in this series and could take it to the distance. But I will say... Las Vegas Aces in four. That's what I'm going with. So, But Dallas, again, I think Dallas can surprise. They are a strong team, a deep team. And that could be a factor in this series also. Because, of course, you have Alicia Clark coming off the bench after that. Kirsten Bell, she's kind of coming into her own a little bit. The others you don't see much. I think... Dallas' bench is much stronger than the Aces. So we'll see what happens there. But again, I'm going to say Las Vegas Aces in four. All right. So let us go to the next series. That's going to be Connecticut Sun versus the New York Liberty. So you three seed versus the two seed. And in the season series, New York Liberty took that four games to none. Coupled in that, a couple of blowouts there. And also an overtime thriller that the New York Liberty ended up winning. So. How did the teams get here? Let's talk about that. How the Connecticut Sun got here? Well, guys, they ended up going to three games in the three-game series. Connecticut Sun took game one 90-60, so you kind of thought this would be a probably a sweep. And in that game, DeWanna Bonner led the way. 17 points, 15 rebounds, 6 assists. Alyssa Thomas, 15 points for her, 10 rebounds, and 5 steals for her in that game. And Rebecca Allen with a strong game. 15 points. She hit five threes in that game, guys. 4 steals and 2 blocks as well. So she was active on both sides. And for the Connecticut Sun, they had five players in double figures, so that always bodes well. Tiffany Hayes had a nice game for them, 14 points with four three-pointers made. And on the Minnesota Lynx side, because that's who they played, Nafesha Collier, 14 points for her, six rebounds, and 16 points for Kayla McBride. So, Game two, also in Connecticut, Minnesota Lynx steal one on the Connecticut Suns floor, 82-75. to 75. And in that game, Kayla McBride just goes crazy. 28 points, she hit six threes in that game, along with eight rebounds. Nafisha Collier, she had 26 points, 13 rebounds, two steals. And on the Connecticut Suns side, Alyssa Thomas with 26 points. Eight rebounds, six assists. Dewanna Bonner, she had 24 points. She hit six threes in that game, along with five rebounds in the loss. So, so Connecticut Sun, with their backs against the wall, has to go cross-country to Minnesota to face the Lynx in a do-or-die situation. Uh, Winner-takes-all, game three. And in that game, Connecticut Sun pretty much led from end to end. And they end up taking game 3, 90-75. to 75. In that game, your big guns really showed up. Alyssa Thomas, 28 points for her. 12 assists in that game, along with 6 rebounds. Dewana Bonner, 25 for her. 10 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 blocks as well. And for the Minnesota Lynx... Nafisha Collier shows up big time, 31 points in the loss, along with five rebounds. So, Connecticut Sun ends up winning that series, ending the Minnesota Lynx season, which, again, I stated in the last episode, they started out the gate slow, but they really turned it on down the stretch. So, major credit to Cheryl Reeve for right in the ship and getting those ladies into the playoffs as the sixth seed. Definitely kudos to Cheryl Reeve. And you know, she had those two rookies in there, Diamond Miller and also Dorka Uhas. But next year with a year of seasoning, I expect those two ladies to contribute more. Their future's bright over there. So anyhow, with that said, let's talk about New York Liberty and how they got here. Well, guys, you know, I talked about in that last episode, I talked about them. I talked about their need to sweep the Washington Mystics and sweep they ended up doing, guys. They took it two games to none. Two tough games, by the way, guys. But game one, they take 90 to 75. And in that game, Sabrina Inescu absolutely on fire from three 29 points total. 7 threes she made in that game. Whew, man. 6 assists and 2 steals. Jonquel Jones. Her reemergence continues. 20 points for her. 12 rebounds, 2 blocks. Benaji Laney. 19 points for her with 8 rebounds. And then on the losing side for the Washington Mystics. Maisha Hines-Allen. 21 points for her leading the way, along with five rebounds. Elena Deladon only 11 points, six assists, five rebounds, and Brittany Sykes 16 points for her, along with four rebounds and two steals. In game two, the one that went to overtime, guys, it was a tough one, but New York Liberty prevails, 90 to 85. In that game. Brianna Stewart absolutely showed up. She had not such a strong game in game one. She did have eight rebounds, four assists, three blocks, but in the deciding game, 27 points for her, nine rebounds, three blocks, and two steals. So Brianna shows up big time in this game that the New York Liberty pretty much desperately needed. So. Jonquel Jones, another strong game for her. 19 points, 14 rebounds, 3 blocks. Benajah Laney, 19 points again for her. Courtney Vandersloot with a strong game. 8 points, 10 assists, 2 steals. Sabrina Onescu, kind of a slow game for her, but nonetheless... New York Liberty prevail. And for the Washington Mystics, Natasha Cloud, and what many are thinking that it might be her last game as a Washington Mystic, she absolutely showed up, guys. Thirty three points. And she hit five threes in that game. Wow. <laughs> That's saying something for her. Also, she had nine assists, six rebounds, and four steals. So she had an absolutely monster game. And Really kept the Mystics afloat, to be honest with you. Elena Deladon, another slow game. 11 points again for her on four 16 shooting So, guys, in the series, uh, the shooting wasn't all that great for Elena Deladon. And, actually, she exited that game for a brief moment, but she returned back. Oh, by the way, she was 0 for 6 from three-point range as well, along with the four rebounds. So, big-time questions for the Washington Mystics. You have Natasha Cloud, who's going to be a free agent. Elena Deladon, also going to be a free agent. So we'll see what happens there. Will they invest in Elena, given the injuries she's sustained over the years and so forth? Will they stay loyal and keep her there? We'll see. Natasha Cloud, there'll be a lot of suitors for her. I would think the Washington Mystics do the wise thing and keep her. But we'll see what happens. But nonetheless, that is your series right there, guys. So now to preview the Connecticut Sun New York Liberty series, to me, the key matchups, of course, it's going to be DeWanna Bonner versus Brianna Stewart. I think that's going to be a matchup that the Liberty has to get the advantage in that regard. You're going to have to slow down DeWanna Bonner because she's one of those players. If she gets hot, forget about it. Her and her team can shoot you out the gym. So that's going to be key. I think Alyssa Thomas, I think you'll probably have to go Benadji Laney on her. I think will be the one who can probably tail Alyssa for the game. She has the quickness to do so. I think that's imperative for the Liberty in order for them to win this series. They have to be able to slow Alyssa Thomas down. Sabrina Inescu versus... Rebecca Allen. Rebecca Allen is somebody who knows Inescu well, being she was a New York Liberty player for a few years here. So she knows Inescu. She knows what she likes. Sabrina's going to have to bring her A game in this series, that's for sure. And kind of a under-the-radar matchup, I'm looking at Courtney Vandersloot versus Natisha Heidelman. I think that's going to be a fun matchup of those ladies there, both floor generals for their team, although pretty much Alyssa Thomas is the floor general for the Sun, to be honest. But, but I think that could be a fun matchup as well. My prediction, even before I do that, let me talk Quell Jones. In games where she has a double-double, the Liberty are 6-0 guys in the regular season and 2-0 in these playoffs. I think Quell Jones, she's like the secret weapon in this series for the Liberty. She has to control the boards in this one. She has to. And she's been able to do so. And then remember, this is her old team. So she can really stick it to them by sending them home and out of these playoffs. So, But I'm going with the Liberty. I say the Liberty in four games. Kind of like the Las Vegas Aces, I think New York Liberty is loaded for bear. I think they just have too many weapons, too many weapons for this Connecticut Sun team. You've seen their dominance in the regular season. I think it still carries over into the playoffs. So I'm saying New York Liberty in four. All right, guys. So that is your predictions as far as that goes. Let me talk about postseason awards right quick two awards are not officially been named yet that's the rookie of the year which i think is pretty much a fait accompli for aaliyah boston aaliyah boston i think pretty much has that wrapped up guys for the indiana fever and then mvp of course i've talked about that in the prior episode how is a three horse race how i think when all is said and done i think Rihanna probably gets it, more likely than not. Although you have three strong candidates in her, Aja Wilson and Alyssa Thomas. So, But in terms of the other awards, Alicia Clark gets the sixth player of the year for the Las Vegas Aces. This is one where I didn't even include her. I don't know why I didn't include her, but she ends up getting the award. And in hindsight... I think this is the choice as far as the award goes. And out of 60 votes, she gets 35 of the votes. In second place, DeJanae Carrington with 13. And Chicago Sky's Dana Evans with 9. I think what hurt Carrington was, she did miss some games down the stretch with an injury. So, I think that kind of hurt her chances. But, Alicia Clark, she's the one. I mean, sh- When she comes in the game for the Aces, she solidifies that defense. She tells people where to go. And this is her first individual award in her 11-year career in the W. She's a two-time NBA champion with the Seattle Storm. So she's seen everything, guys. She knows what her calling card is, and that's playing tough defense, hitting clutch shots when needed. So kudos to Alicia Clark. She Finally gets her due, and she gets this award, and congratulations to her. Executive of the year, I didn't really talk about that, but it goes to Jonathan Kolb of the New York Liberty for obvious reasons. Of course, the trade for Junkwell Jones, acquiring both Brianna Stewart and Courtney Vandersuit via free agency. So, of course, he ends up getting the award. Coach of the year pretty much saw this one stephanie white gets the award for the connecticut sun again i must reiterate the job that she's done having to take over this team for kurt miller having to deal with some major player losses jonquil jones of course courtney williams as well and then losing brianna jones her all-star caliber center about a month into the season so The fact that she was able to keep them amongst the top three, in fact, team was third in the W's, you got to give her the award. I understand, I get it. Uh, Latricia Trammell definitely turned the wings around, that's for sure. So she deserves some love, but in the end, it's Stephanie White. And then, most improved player, this one I thought was a layup, Sato Sabali. She's uh, second overall pick. A few years back, she dealt with a lot of injuries. But she said to herself, I know if I have an injury-free season, what I can do. And she really showed herself this year, guys. So, And out of 60 votes, she got 37. Jordan Canada got 18. But Sato Sabali, well deserving of the Most Improved Player Award. Defensive Player of the Year, who else could it be? Aja Wilson. And this is her second in a row. She won it last year, and here's how the votes shook out. Asia Wilson with 32 votes, Alyssa Thomas with 24, so it's closer than you thought. Also, Brittany Sice got three votes, and Benadja Laney got a vote, which I was a bit surprised by that. So, But Benadja had a very good year on the defensive end. And then they named the all-defense team... On the first team, Aja Wilson, of course, Brittany Sykes of the Washington Mystics, Brianna Stewart of New York Liberty, Alyssa Thomas of the Connecticut Sun, and Jordan Canada of the Los Angeles Sparks. They're all first team. Second team, Banaji Laney for the New York Liberty, Ezzie McBugore of the Seattle Storm, Neka Awumake, also of the Los Angeles Sparks, Nafisha Collier of the Minnesota Lynx. And then rounding it up, Elizabeth Williams for the Chicago Sky. So so with that said, MVP supposed to be named this coming week, guys. So we'll see what happens there. And then all NBA will be in a couple of weeks. So we have those awards. We'll talk about those. So alright, guys. That's gonna do it for me. There was some NBA news. Guess I could hit it really quick and then I'll be done. Gilbert Arenas blasting Akeem Olajuwon for charging $50,000 to Giannis Antetokounmpo for a week's work. Showing him how to have several moves in the pain and all sort of things like that. So Gilbert Arenas, he goes on this podcast, his No Chill podcast. And goes on this really profanity-laced tirade for over two minutes about... Why is he charging this much? And He's only going to show him these moves from the 90s. People not even doing that. So what is he doing? So he goes off on a rant there. And then you have a few Hall of Famers who came out to Elijah Wan's defense. And kudos to these guys. Former teammate, Ralph Sampson, he went on NBA Today and talked about it. Pretty much saying that Gilbert Arenas needs to know a little bit of history as far as the game goes before he goes talk about Elijah Juan. You know, which is a fair criticism. And then I got to give props to him. Paul Pierce came out. He came out basically saying that Gilbert Arenas is capping. You know, that's the new phrase now to say somebody's lying. And he basically said that guys are still doing that pump fake move in the paint that Elijah one does. So kudos to Paul Pierce, man. It's not often me and Paul Pierce see eye to eye on something, but uh, kudos to the guy. I got to give credit where credit's due. And what I will say about it, I'm going to take a quote from the legendary Big Daddy Kane. And this is off his song, Calling Mr. Welfare. Who am I to knock a homeboy for getting paid? I mean, come on, what are we doing here? This is Hakeem Olajuwon, Hall of Famer. Arguably, you can make him a top five center of all time, and you wouldn't get too much of an argument. The man has skills. He was very skilled on both ends of the court, by the way. And if he wants to charge 50 grand a week, who am I to say? If somebody's able to pay that, fine. And a lot of people have gone to him for for counseling and for, you know, being showed post moves and so forth. Kobe Bryant was one of them. Also, Carmelo Anthony. It's a laundry list of guys that went to him. So, if the man wants to make extra coin, good for him. I mean, who are we to knock it? And Gilbert Arenas, what are you doing here? Let this man earn a little extra coin. That's okay. That's fine. For you to just go on this crazy rant is nonsensical. So, I'm going to just leave it there. So, all right, guys. So, that's it for me. I'm done. So, the next time you hear from me. I want to do some fantasy basketball stuff before I go into the season preview. We're about a week or so away guys. From guys reporting to training camp. And all the stuff that goes with that. As well as preseason games. We'll have those in about maybe about a couple of weeks. So, basketball season is on the way, guys, as far as the NBA goes. So, we still got some WNBA action still taking place that seems like it's going to run right into the regular season. So, so a lot of basketball to be talked about. I'll be here for it. I'm here for it. So, all right, guys. So, once again, I thank you for listening. All things basketball with GD. Of Course, and you know the website, so forth. Also, you can catch me on all the platforms to email that sports gd at gmail.com. You can get me there. All the ways you can support me the cash app, you hear it in the call to action. Also, my PayPal, you'll hear it there as well. On my site, you can go to my Anchor page, Spotify page, and support me there. You can also support me through buy me a coffee or buy me a pizza or whatever I have up there. It's on the website. YouTube, I'm there. All the social media platforms, I'm there. Even Twitter, X. I poke around there, but, uh, you know, that's about the extent of it. Oh, Anyway, that's it, guys. I thank you for listening as always, and we will talk soon. Take care. So, my peeps, if you like what you're listening to, you can go to my website, www.allthingsbasketballwithgd.com. You can also email me at that at gmail.com. To support this podcast, you can go to my PayPal, and that email is that at gmail.com. Also on my Anchor page, I have a support button there that you can also use to help the podcast. I'm on all the major platforms like Anchor, Spreaker, Google Podcasts, Amazon, SoundCloud, YouTube, CastBox, Radio Public, Podchaser, just to name a few, and also you can find me on social media, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Clubhouse, and fan base. So once again, I thank you for listening and supporting this podcast. And take care and be safe.